Hey everyone and future me, this is Past Keon, and welcome to Life Advice with Keon, or LWAK Lock, the podcast where I talk to future me, chronicle my growth, and keep myself accountable. And since this is the first episode, I feel like I should kind of expound upon that. The idea for this podcast is just something that I can look back on when I'm older and kind of see where I was at this point in my life. Uh, I'm 25, recently turned 25, and I've been working really hard. I recently got like a big old corporate job, but I'm also doing a lot of creative stuff on the side. So this is a way for me to chronicle kind of what I've been doing, how I've been growing, and the lessons that I've been learning every day. I'm not very good at journal keeping, so this is my kind of version of a journal. So what I'm going to do in each episode is I'm going to go over what I learned today, what, what kind of knowledge I've gathered from my experiences in the day, expound on that into kind of a topic and an, one idea, and then after that, give a letter to future Keon and make sure that he's doing well and give him a little bit of, give him a little bit of love. So let's, let's jump right in. So what did I learn today? Well, today I learned that the most important thing you can do whenever you're being creative or you're trying to make something is to start. No matter what, there's a big thing that a lot of people do, which is called analysis paralysis. That's when you think, okay, this idea is going to be so cool, and I'm going to work on it, it's going to be cre- It's going to be great, blah, 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 it's going to be awesome. And the more you think about it, the more you think of all the little bits that need to get accomplished before you have this final product. Uh, for example, if you're going to make, I don't know, a table, then you need to get the wood pieces, and you need to shave them down and fit them together and screw them together. There's a bunch of things that go into it. But at the end of the day, your first wood table isn't going to be great because you're learning all of that. But your 10th or 20th is going to be pretty good. You won't know that and you won't get to that 10th or 20th wood table until you make the first one, until you jump in and realize what you don't know or what you don't have. The thing about analysis paralysis is a lot of people will try to predict what they don't know. They'll try to predict what they don't have. And in that prediction, you will start to think more and more and more and gather this anxiety of, okay, well, I can't start because I don't know these things. But when you start, when you when you take the time and learn from your mistakes, learn what you ultimately need, then you can move forward with your next iteration of that. Your next version of it will be better because you've learned. Um, case in point, when I, <laughs> about two years, no, uh, probably like four years ago now, I started 3D printing. That can sound like a lot of people think like, oh my God, that's really scary. Like that is a crazy piece of equipment. They must be expensive, all this stuff. And at the end of the day, they're not cheap. They're not safe uh, sometimes. But the first time that I used one, I know my friend was, in, uh, my friend is incredibly good at 3D printing and he kind of got me into it. And as we were working together, I was just so afraid to start. I was so afraid to touch it. And he would just go in, grab the um, the extruder, which is incredibly hot nozzle where all the plastic comes out and just like fix it and all this stuff. And, you know, he knew what he was doing. And I was just, I had such trepidation to work with it. And I had bought one and he was just showing me how to use it. And I was, after he left the first day, I didn't touch it for probably two or three weeks, maybe a month. But, and he came back, he's like, oh, hey, how you doing? How's, how's, how's the printing going? I'm like, oh, it's fine. I printed a thing once. Yeah. He's like, okay, cool. How's, and then what we do a lot of the time when we're working with other people, like, let's go back to the building a table example. If you haven't even built the first table, but you've been analyzing it a lot, and you talk to someone that builds tables, it's going to be hard for you to have that conversation because you might've done a lot of research, but you won't have practical knowledge that they'll be talking about. 
like, oh, hey, how do you fit, you know, these two joints together? Oh, how do you do it? It becomes, oh, well, I read online this, that that's fair. And having that knowledge is good. But at the end of the day, not understanding how that works practically is completely different. And so this is what happened when I was talking with my friend. He's just like, oh, hey, how do you how, how's leveling the bed going? When you 3D print, you need to make sure that the surface where the plastic's going to be laid is leveled so that the uh, nozzle doesn't lift up at certain places, the plastic doesn't come off the bed, and then that can ruin your print. I don't want to go into much detail because it kind of gets detailed, but he was asking me about that, and I didn't even know at the time how to level a bed. He had showed me. I, did, I hadn't practiced it whatsoever, and so I was trying to, like, field my way through it. But at the end of the day, he's like, okay, let's just, let's print another thing. And he led me through it. And after, I think the first few times 3D printing, for the first few times taking my printer, dusting it off and actually going, doing a thing was so liberating because it went from, okay, well, this is kind of scary, blah, 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 to, oh my God, I can make anything. This is amazing. And that only happens with practice. That only happens with time and execution. And another thing that I think is really important about starting is having a deadline or having some place that you want to go. The thing about 3D printing and the reason why I honestly got really big into it is because I was at the time getting into a, an anime convention. And for conventions and for people that do costumes and costuming and cosplay and make props, 3D printing is incredibly important and incredibly useful because if you're making giant armor, if you're making a giant mech suit, making that out of cardboard, making that out of uh, foam and other things like that, that's useful. Now, that small details on that giant mech suit are hard to do unless you know how to carve, unless you know how to use clay and mold stuff and then cast it in some sort of resin and then put it on there. But with 3D printing, making the design in a computer and having it printed out is far less costly, especially if you only need one version of it. And then you can make iterations of it and put it on the, the final costume. It's incredibly useful. So I was part of a convention, and the fact that there was a deadline for the convention, there was a deadline for props that people needed, and just working with those people and making sure that everything was going well was the the drive that got me to start far faster than I would have alone. If it was me alone, I would have been like, oh, well, this could be cool to print. And then as soon as something failed, it would be like, okay, well, I'm going to leave this for a month. I'm going to not think about this for a long time. But you can't do that when you're on a deadline. When you're on a deadline, you and other people are making sure that you're all working together and achieving a goal. So if you, as the piece of that final goal, are kind of lagging behind, so does the rest of the final product. So making sure that if you have this project, if you have something on a deadline, you are more likely to learn skills because you have to work harder than you regularly would. If something's for leisure, you'll just chill out and not particularly think that you need to do it. You might move slower than you think you would. If you are working with other people and they want to make sure that, you know, you're hitting that deadline, you will have that pressure on yourself. Now, pressure, a lot of people think, or stress, a lot of people think is bad. I personally think that it's incredibly useful and good. You just need to make sure that you're not always stressed. You're not always in a state of anxiety. That stress comes from the moments where you want something to happen really bad, and so you are trying everything that you can. Stress is the idea, in my mind, that your brain is telling you, okay, there is a problem, let's fix it, and let's use this extra energy. The, the anxiety that you're getting 
is your body giving you extra energy so that you can think faster and think harder. So I've had situations where my 3D printer will be clogged and I will have commissions or I'll have uh, props that I need to get done that are on a deadline and I do not have the time to have my printer jam, not be able to use one of my printers. And so by having that problem, working through it and having started, the main thing is that I had started. I have worked with this printer so much that I know the solution to the majority of the problems with it. And whenever a new problem rears its ugly head, that's great. That is the best thing ever. Because now, once I work through it, because I know I will work through it, because I'm going to be a little stressed and I'm going to be really intent on making sure that this gets fixed so that I can meet my deadlines, then in the future, I know exactly how to fix that problem. This new problem will have become an old problem. And you don't get that unless you start. If you don't start on something, if you aren't building towards that final product for your first version of it, then you won't learn those things. You won't learn the solutions that become important later. Another case in point is I do a lot of uh, independent filmmaking, short films, and I've made sure that my kit that has my lenses, my cameras, my drone, my lighting kit and everything has a, a lot of different elements that streamline the process. One thing that I use the most is I bought... I think I have like 20 of them now, uh, quick release plates. And so this is a plate that you screw down onto a tripod or a clamp, and then you also screw the other end onto a camera or a GoPro or whatever, or even a light. And then you can quickly like put the camera or light or whatever onto the tripod, onto the boom arm, onto whatever you need, and then quickly remove it. That is so versatile and useful because a lot of things that people are using right now are all of this, a similar or the same weight. And so let's say I have a tripod and I need to put my camera on it. That's great. But then later, like in the same shoot, we are on a time crunch and I need to put, I need to set up a light and I also need to take my camera and put it in a handheld mode so that we can film something dynamically. Then I can quickly release the camera from the tripod, put it on my handheld uh, rig and then put the light back on that tripod. So I will have, you know, cycled out a couple of different uh, items, made a new setup really quickly. And streamlining the process of filmmaking is something that I learned from having practiced it so much, from having done so many projects that I'm like, okay, this needs to happen. I need to make sure that I am moving quickly so that nobody's hung up on me, that I can do exactly what I need. And in the case that somebody else needs to use my equipment, they can do what they need. They can use this quick release plate. They can use these things. Same thing with 3D printing and any skill that you learn is unless you start, and the same thing with this podcast, not to get too meta, but I'm starting this because I really want to and having the passion to start it is important, but making sure that I want to be in the place and like I said in the intro, this podcast is about growth. I want to be in the place where I look back at this podcast and think, wow, yeah, that first episode sucked. Like, oh my God, like, I'm so glad I'm much better now. I'm so glad that this has grown to a place where I feel more comfortable in my skills, feel more comfortable in my ex execution of the podcast and how I speak, and that everything just flows better. And that won't happen unless you make your first episode. I hope that this podcast gets to a place where I have episode, I don't know, a thousand, who even knows? And on that episode, I'm going to be thinking, wow, I want to go listen to the first one. And that brings me to the last thing I want to talk about, which is progress. My favorite thing and a lot of people's favorite things about the internet is that it's authentic. You get a lot of people's authentic feelings as well as their thoughts. And that authenticity comes from progress. It comes from their growth. So I listen to um, a couple of podcasts by the McElroy brothers, and one of them is My Brother, My Brother, and Me. 
Another one is the adventure zone. And on My Brother, My Brother and Me, it is the prime example of how you can grow and become something big from something very modest. Their first episode, or first episodes, like very, they say the first, you should throw out their first 100 episodes. Because their first episode was recorded with a rock band microphone. Basically, a free microphone that comes with a video game. That's not a great microphone. It's honestly, like, the audio quality is very bad. But that's not the point. They wanted to make the podcast. And the, the fact of them making the podcast was more important than having the right equipment at the time. It was the content over the packaging of the content, which is important. Making sure that you're pushing out what you want. Getting it out there instead of dwelling on what you need to do to get started. Just start and you will be able to course correct the more you get into it. Case in point... They made, I think they're on episode now, like they're close to 500 episodes of My Brother, My Brother and Me. And they have a huge audience. They're one of the most popular podcasts, but they constantly say, hey, don't listen to our first 100 episodes because they're learning along the way. And then to bring up their other podcast, The Adventure Zone, their first couple episodes, the, the podcast was just meant as Travis, Justin and Griffin, the three McElroy brothers, having a podcast where they play Dungeons and Dragons with their dad, Clint McElroy. And so it was just all of them hanging out, having fun. Another reason for them to kind of have a family bonding experience. But as it kept going, Griffin McElroy, who is the dungeon master, started introducing new elements and making it a bigger story and bigger and bigger. And it, it turned into something magnificent. It is an incredible storytelling experience. The first arc of that uh, D&D campaign, The Adventure Zone Balance, is probably one of the best storytelling experiences I've heard. It's so good. And it's uh, it's only 69 episodes. Nice. And it's it's so comedic and funny and interesting and well executed. But it started from a very simple idea and then them growing on that. Them being like, well, this doesn't have to just be this, you know, fun thing. We can grow and make it better. The, the thing about that is along the way, Griffin learns how to tell a better story, construct a better narrative. He brings on a bunch of different ideas to the table as well as like each different arc is so interesting. But on top of that, he learns how to make music. Throughout that whole time, he learns how to voice act a little bit. He does more voices. Literally, one of the first episodes, he says, I don't want to do voices. Like, I don't want to do character voices. But he, by the end of it, he has these incredible character voices that are so much fun to listen to. And on top of that, he learns how to make music. And some of the... There's one song from The Adventure Zone called uh, Wonderland Round 3 that is one of the best songs I've ever heard. Legitimately, it gets me so hyped every time. And he wouldn't have made that if he, his brothers, and his dad didn't want to just do a quick D&D podcast that was like, it was supposed to be a one-off. It became 69 episodes, and it's still going as of the recording of this podcast. But that's the power of starting. They also say in the Adventure Zone, like, the first couple episodes have really bad audio editing is what Griffin says. But nobody notices. Because the content is great. And another thing for people to realize with analysis paralysis is that no, you're not your audience. Nine times out of ten, you are not your audience. So you have a different standard than your audience does. When it comes to me and 3D printing, I thought my first 3D prints were garbage. But a lot of people really love them because they didn't know how to 3D print. They didn't know the standard of 3D printing. Even now when I'm working with people and clients, I'll, really, I'll send them something and think that's not great. Same thing with video editing and video production. I'll make something and I'll be like, this is not a great edit. But they'll love it because... This is, I, I have a different standard. I'm looking at different things than other people are. And that will happen when you start something. Let's say you want to start drawing. 
if you're working on the way that you draw and your wrist movements and the way that your lines work and your your line work in general then you might think okay well this needs like these imperfections are here and you know i need to fix that in the future a lot of people won't see that because they're looking at the overall picture they're looking at the fact that you created something and how amazing that is in itself something to understand is that you are not your audience as much as you can release stuff make content and then hear what your audience thinks. Don't get hung up on what you think because at the end of the day, you're not the one consuming your content. Now, that brings me to the, uh, that was a long, long, uh, what I learned today and topic, but that brings me to the letter to future Keon. And so, dear future Keon, uh, I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's going really well for you. And on top of that, I know that this podcast, in our minds right now, from my perspective, this podcast is a big undertaking, and I know that it, for me, seems a little uh, ambitious, but I hope, future Keon, that if this is the only episode we ever release, which is fine, or if it's the first of many, many, many episodes, I hope that you're proud of it. I hope that you are looking back on it and thinking, that's awesome. I started that thing, and maybe I continued with it, or maybe I didn't, but regardless, I made that content. I made something, and... Like our mom always says, uh, we are destined for great things, and that doesn't happen until we start. You can't be at that amazing, you know, mountaintop unless you take that first step. A lot of people look at someone with uh, an amazing body or someone that takes amazing photos or someone that makes amazing content and think, man, I wish I was that person. But they don't see the hours and hours of work that goes from starting at the bottom of that mountain and getting to the top. A lot of people just see the summit of that mountain but they don't see the climb. And I'm I'm thankful right now, and I hope you are too in the future, and you are cognizant of this, and you do remember that I love my work ethic. I love how much we love to work to get to that summit. And I hope that you are still in that place where you think, or at least like I hope listening to this brings you back to the place where you understand that, man, I wish I had something, but I understand that it takes a lot to get there. I understand that it takes a lot to achieve where I want to be, and I'm willing to put in the effort because you and I, future Keon and me, past Keon, have a great work ethic, and climbing that mountain is incredibly important and a necessary part of the process. So I hope you're climbing mountains. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're still creating things, and I hope you're still starting new things. So thank you so much for listening, future Keon. And on that note, that brings us to the end of the podcast, which I like to end, and I hope I keep this up uh, when it comes to starting and progress, but I like to end the episode with a little joke, because I know that things get a little heavy, and we might get into serious topics. So our joke of the day for our inaugural episode is, why did the Scarecrow win an award? Because he was outstanding in his field. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I can't thank you enough for, you know, being a part of this journey, uh, helping me start. And uh, let's keep growing together. Let's keep up the progress and let's get our lives on lock. (laughs) Have a good one.